Hello and welcome to the NFT Enthusiast Podcast. Uh, this, of course, uh, stands for nice felt trilby enthusiasts, so not, not, not yeah. those horrible modern NFTs. Uh, so with me today is Fedora fan Paul Boag. Hello. Panama purveyor Marcus Livington. Oh, I've always wanted one. Yeah. Roll it up and put it in your back of your pocket. Darby Denizen, Andy Clark. And myself, Morty. Yeah, I know. You're wearing the wrong hat. That's whose fault's that? You know? uh, can I point out this is an audio podcast, and, and uh, Andy, you pointing to your hat is useless. And you've, and you've muted yourself as well, which is funny. Well, well I, it makes no sense whatsoever. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, and myself, Mortarboard Mogul John Hicks. There we go. Hello and welcome. Hello. Hello, John. Hello. How are you feeling, John? How are you yeah, doing? How are you feeling? Oh, I love the sincerity. <laughs> I love the sincerity. Actually, I am going to start off with a quick rant, and then we're going to get into you know whatever crap we're talking about this this time. Um, but it's just that quite often with the way it starts uh, on previous podcasts is that Paul and Andy. Uh, tell us at length about how their lovely holidays. Um, (laughs) So um, it was just to sort of like try and stamp on that right now uh, (laughs) and just say I am very pissed off because I was meant to, we were meant to go on holidays in Norfolk last week. Now this was, you know, maybe not your standard kind of holiday destination, but um, I really wanted to do a birding holiday. Uh, I wanted to go out sketching birds and and watching them and just enjoying the best place in the UK to watch, which is Norfolk. Never been. So I did everything organised. Every, all my work was uh, working many evenings to, to get everything finished before we go. And then that week, get COVID. Oh, so. Mm, I just, I just, I had to, I have to get that out of my system and tell people that I'm pissed off and then I can just move on. And it's also a warning as well, because, you know, if, if people like to tell, talk about how good the holidays have been recently, you know, then well, um, Paul, they will get short shrift. It's interesting, mind you talk about, it's, as you talk about birds and, um, oh, we've seen some amazing birds over here. I mean, it's, mm. a, it's an incredible area for birds. I mean, oh, the variety of beautiful north, uh, northern cardinals that uh, look stunning and the herons and the birds of prey, vultures, of course, as well. I mean, it really is the best place you could possibly go for birds. And, of course, we're here for months as well, which really helps as well. You know, lots of time to look at them. I ignore a lot of them, to be honest, because, you know, they're so common now. <laughs> too many. That, yeah, it's too many. Yeah. yeah. And John had Norfolk and Chance. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. That hey. was very good. Don't worry, John. Norfolk's not going anywhere. It's exactly the same now as it was like a thousand years ago. I thought so, Norfolk was going to sink under the sea, or is that no, no? Sadly, not. Norfolk? Not yet. No. Okay. All right. I I went sadly, there not. It was closed. <laughs> <laughs> It may not be everyone's cup of tea, but yeah. In all sincerity, we are sorry for you. That We're sorry suck. that yeah. you've been poorly. Yeah. Yeah. Just bad, um, just bad timing. So are you going to be able to reschedule that? Are you going to get to go? 
hopefully. But the, I was trying to time it with a particular time of year, which would be uh, a very good time of year to go. So yeah. maybe looking at like October would be a next next good time to yeah to do that. Because you had just in time, but, you'd be able to, you'd be able to catch COVID again by then because your immunity yeah, would run out. Yeah, my immunity would be gone. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because you were posting some gorgeous um, shots on Instagram of, of various birds, which I was very impressed oh, thank with. Thank you. Yeah. That's my new toy. That's, it's a good new toy. It's got good results. What's that? What camera are you using? It's a Canon R6. Right. Which is like a, it's not an SLR because it's mirrorless, but it's that kind of camera wow. body. Yeah. And it's a big 800 millimeter lens. Yeah. Mm. And. It's so it's a fixed focus, fixed aperture. Right. You kind of you you get what you get, um, but unlike normal like long lenses for wildlife photography, which are twelve thousand pounds yeah. and weigh at twelve kilos, um, this one is just a very it's it's a Canon made one that's very lightweight, reasonably, and yeah. it's about a kilo and. Yeah, it's were you were you hand holding with it. that? Was because that it, mm. they, it was very sharp. I mean these these lenses these days with their image stabilization, it's incredible what you can do, isn't it? I mean, I'm not a big photographer, but obviously my dad is. So you yeah, know. no, it's it's amazing actually how because it also you can do a thing where it'll fo- sorry, I'm getting very geeky about That's this. That's all but, right. Uh, it uh, it focuses onto uh, animal eyes. Ooh. So let's see if you're trying to. If you're trying to track like yeah. a bird that's flying, mm. um, you know, it doesn't like 100% get it all the time. But generally what it will do is it, it will look at the image and it'll say, okay, I can see an eye. Focus on that. Yeah. Track it, you know, as you're panning and get a photo. So uh, it's so easy I, these days, isn't it? Now I'm, now I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed by those photos because basically the camera did it yeah. all. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yes. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, otherwise I'd have to draw everything. You know? <laughs> no, they were really, they were lovely shots. There's some good shots in there. Yeah. Paul, good. what is that yeah, attached to fun. your chest? You look like some kind of Omicron android. Well, everybody can play. Again, Andy, audio podcast. Nobody needed to know that. But, <laughs> but, but you've brought it up anyway. No, I am. Um, uh, everybody was complaining about the quality of my audio last time, so I'm now using the, the microphone that I use for when recording video, which could, bear in mind how long these podcasts go on, the battery could easily run out before we reach the end. So I might be muted, <laughs> but there you go. You need to do lots of talking now then, Paul. Like that's ever a problem for me, Marcus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, well, I was going to say, so, Paul, what have you been doing late, lately? I... That's enough. Thanks. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) I've been going on a lot about how amazing my life is recently, but I I want to tell you about the downside of my life. Oh, okay. You may may notice um, my headphones have changed colour. That I, oh, you did have the silver <laughs> ones, didn't I you? I did have the silver ones. No, of course you didn't oh, okay. notice, Marcus. Uh, uh, John, why on earth would you? But yeah, I, I used to have silver and I've now got black. Now, this is because our, our RV has a slide-out, right? And this slide-out is very aggressive and apparently can easily crush a £500 worth of headphones with no effort whatsoever. So we brought the slide out in and it's just on this motor and it, it just my my headphones had fallen down in front of this motor thing and it just crushed them so i've got this pair of crushed headphones i was so angry 
My word. Uh, <laughs> Whose fault was it, Paul? Well, now, here's the thing. There is, there, is, there is debate about this. I fully admit, I fully admit that I hung my headphones in a precarious spot where they could easily fall into a place where the slide-out comes in. Mm. However, it was my wife that was pressing the button, and, and this is a quote. Oh, that's making a strange noise today. End quote. <laughs> Right. And yet she didn't stop it. She's sticking the V's up at me right now. <laughs> uh, so she, she as it grinded up my my uh, my 500 pounds worth headphones, it completely crushed them. She went, oh, that's a bit of a strange noise. But yes. So that was I had a pair of them in my hand. I've just come back from America and right. they were five hundred and ninety nine dollars. And I was like, I, I don't want them. I want them. And then I thought I hardly ever wear headphones. So <laughs> put them back again. Right. <laughs> Walked out again. <laughs> Ten years time. I'll buy a pair. Yeah. Well, oh. if you ever want. I mean, now I'm out in the States. If you ever do want me to pick up something, I can do. Well, you can give him your old pair. Yeah. I'm sure Paul could get one of the local flamingos to uh, to bring us a pair over. Absolutely. Yes, I've just come back from California, Paul. I've been Did in America at the same time you were. So I know, yeah. and you had, and you were with. It was like a. I felt very like I was missing out. I saw the yeah, photograph on Instagram, <laughs> and it was all the old gang, but not me. Yeah. It was the sad. band back together, but without the lead singer. Uh, I, I'm glad <laughs> that's the way you described me. Although you would never <laughs> want to hear me sing. <laughs> without the guy who went off on a solo career and is now regretting it. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Of course he is. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, um, yeah we, we kicked off a project overseas. I haven't done that Woo-hoo. for you because it was great. And in sunny California, which I haven't been to, I worked out since 1990. Wow. So it was really lovely to go out Ooh. and have a look. I've yeah. been to America millions of times, well, quite a few times, but not that far west. When, and all the old band stuff was all based in California. So yeah. It was it was a uh, yes nostalgic because the hotels are exactly the same you know a little bit tired but lovely outdoor areas. Did you get recognised? <laughs> All the every day, John. No. <laughs> it's just like it's like hang on a minute that's that's Marcus. You know, like, yeah. That's look at the bands back together. A sagging expanded Marcus Lillington from the nineteen yeah, nineties. No, no one would recognise me. No. <laughs> Of course they wouldn't. I've still got my boyish charms. So this isn't really an example, Paul, of like how imperfect your life is. That's just an example of just, you know, how clumsy you both are. Well, that's true. All right, if you want more imperfect thing, because everybody talks about, you know, when you look, have you ever, if you ever search on like Instagram or YouTube or anything like this on van life, Right, it's it's mm, worth searching. I follow on. lots. Yeah, and and they're all these gorgeous, immaculate motorhomes, right? Which I've got. It's ridiculous because they've got things on the surface, you know, pot plants and stuff. Like that. Of course, the minute you pull away anywhere, all of that ends up over the floor. So it's totally unrealistic, and it gives this impression of this idealistic life. The reality is that this, in the last two weeks, we've had a broken fan. Um, a mud flap came off. Um, what was the other thing? There was something else as well. There's constant repairs you have to do on these things, but they, you never show that on on Instagram. You know, that's not mm. the kind of stuff you have to see. So there are downsides to it, without doubt. But anyway, we're not talking about my trips because it upsets John. I have yeah. a question for you, though, Paul. <laughs> okay. Um, how many nights 
on on your trips have you spent not in the motorhome? What do you mean? Have you? I, I, if, if I was in doing what you're doing, I would yeah. at least once a week have to go in a hotel. Oh no, never, not once. <laughs> no, why would you do that? <laughs> because it's like living in a caravan. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you. Yeah, I mean, my. That, this is the great thing with Marcus and why I feel quite happy talking about my travels with Marcus because it is the absolute worst thing he could possibly imagine, isn't it? But this is not a, a your weekend life at would all. be nice. Yeah. A weekend would be lovely, but not a month. Yeah, <laughs> oh God, no. I can kind of I can kind of see where you're coming from in the sense that you know it's I mean they're they're big RVs, but even so, yeah. it, it, there's still that feeling of. Presumably, you know, you, you're very aware of the limits of your, your place and, you know. Straight, well, yes and no. I mean, it, it was quite interesting going home. It was our initial reaction as we walked in is, oh, this is far too big. Right. It Ooh. felt like too much space. It felt like wasted space and that it was just a lot to clean. And, um, <laughs> yeah, know, there is that problem. <laughs> and, and there were rooms. We have two rooms in our house we never go in, you know, because Jane's old room and our spare bedroom, we never go in. What's the point of having them, you know? And mm. so, so there was that kind of feeling. While here... Yeah, there are. No, there's not really occasion. I guess because outdoors is also part of life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because you, yeah. it's not like in Britain where it's peeing it down with rain the whole time. Um, although it's been very nice, hasn't it? You've had really good weather. Yeah. Gorgeous today. Yeah. Fabulous. But yeah, so. Uh, Stuck yeah, indoors. Really yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I tell you, that's hard. That's hard. When um, we were, we were um, boondocking, they call it, wild camping. Um, uh, at a place called the Badlands and you kind of overlook this incredible view and and sitting inside having to sit working in Figma when there's that outside your window that was hard yeah I didn't enjoy <laughs> yeah. that you know yeah so, so and especially there's going to be some days when you just can't avoid that you can't you can't just say hey we'll just take uh, no absolutely you know. and then you spend Not other another day <laughs> yeah and then you spend other days where you're spending the whole day i mean like yesterday we didn't go anywhere because we spent most of it in walmart you know just buying like doing grocery shopping and boring life stuff because you've still got to do all that stuff it doesn't suddenly stop being there you know I'm really glad that we're not talking about Paul's travels this week. I did try yeah, and stop. I, I tried to stop several times and people then asked me more questions. Andy, Andy, Andy. Yeah, what let's have talk you been Andy. doing lately? Um, I've not been doing a great deal, to be honest. Um, we had a little <laughs> week in Florence for Alex's birthday since we last spoke. Which was very nice indeed. Um, just a we quick just, only Florence. Only Florence. <laughs> well, we said to, we said to him, you know, where do you want to go for your birthday? And he went like, let's go to Florence. So that's what we did. We obliged, mm. begrudgingly. But um, yeah. So the, the only thing that I need to follow up on from our last podcast, because I know that the listeners will be keen to know about my hobby. Uh, your hobby, hobby. Mm. Yes, that was it. That yes. was what you were going to paint some action figures or something. Yes, but I didn't do that. You haven't. No. <laughs> no. But what I have done is again this comes from Instagram. Instagram's ads are 
just amazing in terms of the targeting. I don't mm. quite yeah, know yeah. how they do it. But I got advertised these little cardboard model buildings. Right. They're oh, yeah. sort of like the things that you would put, you know, next to your model train set or whatever. And I just was really drawn to them. So I bought a bunch of these little model buildings, and I already have the paint and the brushes and all of that kind of stuff. And uh, I thought, right, that's what I'm going to do. So I bought a row of shops, which you can obviously paint to be whatever shops you want them to be. So, you know, I can do mm. uh, Marcus's hardware store. Actually, no, Marcus nice. would run a guitar shop. Oh, and, yes. And... Uh, John would run a, a delicatessen that specialises in pork products. And what I might do is I might actually <laughs> oh, paint such nice. things. So when we go off to France um, in a couple of weeks' time, I'm actually going to take my little buildings and my paints and stuff with me, and that's going to be my little hobby holiday. Oh, have you finished any? Have you got anything to show us? Um, no, I haven't yet, because I've been oh. a little bit busy. Um and we've been doing the garden and various other things. Mm. So uh, I haven't really um, had the urge, but that's going to be what I do. Nice. Well, looking forward to that. And I then, mean, that's sort of like an out, you know, left field thing. You know, I would never have predicted yeah. little houses being the, the thing that you went for. But, yeah, yeah, very cute little things. And, you know, and I've got the glue to, you know, glue the edges and I bought myself a new scalpel, which is here. So these cardboard or... Plastic? Cardboard. What, what and they do these? come with, um, like, little sort of self-adhesive tiles that you can, if you want to, you know, stick on the um, on the roof tiles and things like that. You know, there's, like, little tiles and bricks and bits and pieces, or, as I'll probably do, just paint. But, you know, you'll probably get to that stage where you start making your own because you kind of you get into the, the idea of the scale mm. that you've got to apply to it and, you know, making up your own buildings. So with that in mind, what would be what building would you make that you don't think you can buy? Ooh, now that's a good a brothel. question. A brothel. <laughs> 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 don't know what one of those looks oh, like. Oh, God. I wish that wasn't such a dirty laugh that I just did there. Um, <laughs> well, you, you could go the other way, a church. Do they sell a church? You know, um, I think they do actually everything? sell a church, yeah. yeah. But they're at, they're, a these big. are all based on real buildings in real places. So I, I bought oh, right. like a Hampstead row of shops. Um, mm. I shall put a link in the show notes for the eager listeners yeah. who want to... Uh, You've got to have a chippy. Want, ...want to follow along. Um, I don't oh, know yeah, what building I good. would actually do. Um, probably my house. Oh, yeah. Oh. You could build your entire village. I mean, after all, you created a map, didn't you, for your entire village? So yes. why not build the entire village? <laughs> that's, a big, that's a big retirement level project, that, isn't yeah, it? it is. <laughs> what scale are you going to go for? <laughs> but speaking of um, Paul's disposable income and... Spending spending money on expensive things that you didn't necessarily have to. I think we to. know where this is going. Yep. What? And speaking of holidays in Florence and whatever, I have a new purchase that I've purchased. Ooh. Which, what you again, for the audio podcast viewers, is not going to make any sense, but I shall put a link in the show notes. I bought myself a, a massive new penis. It's oh, not a massive <laughs> penis. Although, <laughs> although it is 45 millimetres and it does sometimes make my wrist sore. <laughs> it makes your wrist sore. 
<laughs> no, I had to well, change the strap. It came with okay. a, just... a silicon rubber strap, which I've changed. I assumed it was for comedy effect, but I just wanted to check that you hadn't bought an expensive watch that also was trying to kill you. No, that's right. So here's the thing. That's very we nice, in, Andy. We were, uh, we were in Florence, and I decided that I would have a splurge. So I bought myself a watch on um, the Ponte Vecchio, which is the, the famous bridge with all the shops on it in the middle of Florence. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I hadn't actually worn a watch for years. I mean, I didn't... It wasn't just before the iPhone. You know, when, when the iPhone came out, mm. I was like, what's the point? I've got a phone, I'm, you know, I've got a watch on my phone. I just didn't wear a watch. And then I bought the first Apple Watch when it came out, however long. Is it like seven years ago or something? Mm. And it just made me really interested in watches again, you know, it's particularly kind of mechanical watches. And there was a few things that I kind of lusted after. I progressed with my lust. My <laughs> lust kind of grew. So I started <laughs> off thinking, oh, my ultimate watch would be an Omega Seamaster. Um, and then I kind of just progressed up the lustfulness ladder um, and settled so- on the fact that I would really like a, a Panerai Luminor, which is about £8,000. And then the other one, which I would really, really like, again, I'll put some links in the show notes, um, is an IWC big pilot watch, which is around about £11,000. See, now, this is, I'm now being Marcus to motorhoming, that I don't get this at all i do not understand Says the this. man with 550 pound headphones on his head yeah <laughs> I, I, i'm not i'm not saying marcus i'm not saying it's logical by the way i got it for a lot cheaper than that um but um yeah i'm not saying it's logical but i don't get watches i don't understand the appeal at all well, jewelry we'll, come on to, we'll, yeah, come yeah. on to we'll come on to that. We'll come on to that. But just to say, I didn't buy either a Panerai or an IWC uh, because I couldn't afford them. I mean, it wasn't the fact that I couldn't oh, afford right. the actual watch, because I think at a push I probably could. But I think it would have been a very expensive divorce. <laughs> <laughs> so, come on, how much was the U-boat? The U- so I bought a U-boat. It's called a Capsoil. And the dial is completely enclosed in oil. So it looks really black and it's got this really lovely kind of rounded edge to the to the dial. And it was eighteen hundred pounds. That's fine. Right. That's that's a good price. I, that's for quite a big a difference. Nice yeah. Quite yes. a big difference. And I really like them. And I mean I, I totally get the whole kind of watches jewellery thing. That's why that's what I thought. But I just wouldn't I, I, yeah. First of all, I only started wearing a watch a few couple of years ago. Normally, I didn't do it because basically it would scratch the laptop. Oh, yeah. I take it off when I'm typing. You can't. I can't yeah, wear one when I, I'm when I I'm got typing. fed up of taking it off and thought, right. I don't need to wear one. So I've used an Apple Watch now for the last two years. Um, and that's fine. It's great. I can just go and pay for everything with my wrist. Um, but, yeah, I, I think when you start to get into... I mean, one thousand eight hundred doesn't sound too extortionate for me, but eight thousand does. I would, I, I can't imagine 
I mean, personally, I wouldn't spend more than about 500. I think, though, I think it's fair to say that if you spend eight grand on a watch or 11 grand on a watch, they make money, generally speaking. Yeah, they're good investments and they are good investments. Yeah. I find it just really interesting the different things Mm. that people spend their money on. You know, there are often. There are often, th- you know, I, I, you hear about one of your friends that's gone and spent X amount on a car or a, or a watch or whatever, and you go, why on earth did they do that, what they were thinking about? And then you think about your own life and think, well, you could equally say, why on earth would you spend all that money to <laughs> sit in a tin can in America, you know? And so it, it's completely arbitrary, isn't it? We all have our yeah. things that, that we're passionate about and happy to pour money in. Um, and there's no kind of right or wrong in any of it, really. It's just personal preference. But it is fascinating. <clears throat> yeah. I think it tells you something about the person, what well, they, what what into, they spend it? their money on. Like you would spend, Marcus, you would spend a lot more, you would spend a lot more on uh, guitars, one presumes. Considering buying a new guitar. I bought a new bass two or three months ago, uh, and uh, I'm, I'm going to give myself a little bonus at the end of this month, and I thought... I might buy a guitar, but of course I can't decide which one I want. But there's a, I'm going to go a little bit geeky on the guitar front uh, yeah. for anyone that cares about this sort of thing. I'm thinking I'm going to get the same, what is like a Gibson ES335, which is a very famous guitar. Chuck Berry played one, big red guitar, mm. yeah, semi-acoustic. Um, lots of other guitarists have played them over the years. Eric Clapton did in the 60s. Um, but there's, a, there's a, an Indonesian company called Sire, who have started making copies, basically. I mean, most guitars are copies of other designs. But of all the kind of top guitars, and I bought the bass for 350 quid. I'm not really a bass player, but I thought I'd just get a bass. And I'm so impressed with this thing uh, that I thought I've got to get one of their guitars. So, I've, And it'll be 500, oh. 500 quid for what would be a £3,000 Gibson. So, yeah. yeah. And they're fantastic. It's like, wow. you, can't, this, you can't... It plays like... It it, does, it plays even better than a Gibson because you go you buy and go buy an American Gibson, then you can buy a custom shop Gibson, which would cost you seven or eight thousand pounds, and that one just feels really expensive. It feels like you know the neck's been kind of hand rolled down down the edges and all this kind of thing. These five hundred pound sire guitars feel like that, so it's like, well, I'll have one of those then. So anyway, I've got off on guitar geek. I'll, I'll, right. I'll stop on that. Well, Andy had Andy had watches, so um, yeah, but yeah. But then that's, but yeah, I mean, that's exactly, that's exactly the point, isn't it? It's the fact that yeah. it's okay to spend a lot of money on something that excites you and enthuses you, because ultimately that's what it comes down to, isn't it? Yeah. You should spend your money on things that bring you joy, you know? And for you, that's guitars, and for Andy, it's watches, <laughs> and for eggs. John, it's... Jeez, I would Scotch easily eggs. spend no <laughs> two to eight grand on Scotch eggs. What would you, what's your, what, what's your one then uh john what's the thing that you could pour money into if you were allowed well i think i just kind of just have Mm. because i've just bought this camera and lens and um, oh yeah you know that's it's not in that kind of level but it's you know i would never have bought that a few years ago but you know that was my splurge and it's um yeah yeah that's it's it's a huge thing and but i'm getting so much pleasure out of using it you know it's just good fun yeah i mean the, the downside of it is the fact that you know you look a bit of a tool wandering around with this massive lens. <laughs> um, I, I'll, I'll just want to. I'm just going to get it for you to show you the length of this thing. Yeah, go. Yeah, 
<laughs> Again, an audio podcast. With, with audio descriptions, John has left his seat and is currently <laughs> rummaged around his room right. for what <laughs> looks like an enormous So, Oh, that's protrusion. not... And then, to, to make it work... It gets even bigger. Like that. So, it's... Right. It's, it's, working, it's working, walking around with something like that sort of size. That's, that's it, the it does say bird, bird nerd, doesn't it? Or as more, <laughs> yeah, as, but um, well, <laughs> Lee thinks I look like a stalker. You know, it looks like a, a private investigator that's trying to catch someone off. You know, having an affair. But um, I've I've seen worse. I'm sure your dad's got worse sizes. <laughs> <laughs> he, he has, yes. <laughs> and he's obviously compensating for something. <laughs> yeah, um, this is the fish of the experience. Small uh, penis. Actually, I saw a really funny one in, in um, the Badlands um, when there was uh, somebody was trying to photograph their other half um, standing in front of the Badlands sign. And they had a massive telephoto like that. <laughs> and they had to stand so far away from, the, from this person just to take what would be a normal snapshot. It's like a five-mile hike, you know. To, it, it was hilarious. You think, why don't you just get out your, your phone for a photograph like totally. that? It's ridiculous. One final Rather thought falling on, cliff, on spending money like this is yes. I'm trying to not, after saying I'm... I'm, I'm going to spend money on a guitar. Uh, trying to spend money on experiences, not things. That's, uh, yeah. But I'm trying to do more of that. That's mm-hmm. me. Yeah. So. That's, yeah. And I've got no problem with people that want to spend money on things yeah, because yeah. a thing lasts, right? Experiences don't. But on the other hand, for me personally, yeah, that's we've that's already, what I've We've all got loads of things. Basically, don't you mean the other way around? The stuff screen. I've we, seen. We've got tons of gear that we've amassed over mm. the years. I should get rid of some of it, really. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. you can't take it with you, can you? <laughs> yeah. And that's what no. I've kind of realised is, you know, okay, I'm not saying you have to go out and be extravagant and frivolous and everything else, because actually, you know, I'm generally relatively frugal he says sitting in front of a three thousand pound laptop that i've currently (laughs) been playing street fighter 2 on don't you think there's a difference between i will spend money on on work stuff that i wouldn't spend personally you know a computer is a very Mm. different thing you know that makes you money doesn't it and you can't do work without it so you know you couldn't do the job you do Without and you know, like at the end of the day, we necessity isn't it? paid off our cars recently. Um, we've got our pension fund mm. up to the level that we sort of aimed to get it to. So I just thought, bugger it, I'll buy a watch. I've been lusting after it, and you know, researching and doing the usual Andy thing for such a long time. And then I just thought to myself, I'm going to buy that watch. But then, of course, what I had, what I did, we were sitting over dinner, mm. and I said to Sue, "Do you know? What? I really think I might buy that watch." And she's <laughs> like, "Oh God, you know, bloody watches again." <laughs> and then I sort of, of course carried she did. On That's her job about the to watch, do that. which she obviously yeah. didn't want to uh, have a conversation about. And then she just said, "Oh God, if that's what you want to do, go and do it." <laughs> so Sue and Alex went off for a walk. I walked in the other direction, back to the Ponte Vecchio, bought the watch, to which she then said, I didn't think you'd actually go and do it. <laughs> there you go. 
She just thought she was shutting you up and she paid the price yeah. for it. You got carte blanche right there and then. Yeah, of course you were going to yeah. go and do it. <laughs> so speaking of retirement, Paul, you had a question. Yeah, I'm just quite interested because, you know, we're all reaching a certain age. Um, you know, I, and I know that Marcus runs a business with Chris Scott yep. and Chris is even older than any of us. And so we'll begin to be thinking about retirement. So I'm sure Marcus has been having conversations around that. I know, Andy, we've talked about well, you've talked about a sabbatical at one point and that kind of thing. I'm just interested in what people's plans are for retirement do you retire these days is that still a thing how does it work what will you do with yourself well here's marcus, the thing you said you'd had oh god go on andy i marcus doesn't know about this yet but i've actually been in conversation and negotiations with chris scott over the last couple of weeks <laughs> and uh it is yet to be announced that i will be marcus yeah. new partner. <laughs> Ah, lucky him. <laughs> it's, it's what I've always wanted. But not in the business sense. <laughs> <obviously>. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, this sabbatical year so, thing. Um, yeah, tell us about that. 2020, January 2025 is when my stock options in Nozomi Networks will all have vested. Now, I don't know right. what's going to happen with the company or, you know, whether it'll make me five quid or five million quid. No idea. But it just seems like a kind of a pivotal time in beginning mm. of 2025. And also in November 2025, I will be 60, mm. which, again, seems ah. like, a, you know, a momentous moment. Right. So I haven't spoken to anybody really apart from Sue about this, but I mm. would just love to take an entire year off and travel. And, you know, I've done the usual Andy thing and sort of, right, where would you go at what time of year? You know, where would be yeah. the best time to go to Western Australia and which route would you take and all this kind of stuff. Mm. But I think that's what I'd like to do is just spend a year travelling and doing something completely different. Um, and mm. I would probably, you know, hopefully just keep on top of, you know, keep a connection with work and whatever, because I don't plan on actually stopping anytime soon. But to have a year where you can really just do the stuff that you want to do and go to different places, that would that's my plan. You know what my first worry was when, you, when you're talking about that? Was just the... My my concern would be getting work again after that year. Mm. I don't know. I mean, a year's probably not long enough to be up an issue, but my first reaction is just like, wow, I'm sure I'd find it really hard to get clients and projects back in again after a year. Sorry, Paul, you were going to say. Yeah. I, I was going to say the same thing, oh. actually. That, <laughs> that, that would be my concern. Mm. I, I'm not saying, Andy, I'm, we're, we're not trying to put you off of doing it in any no, way. No, I think it's an amazing sure idea and I think you, you should but... do it. But but it would be, it, that would be the fear with me. And that's why I'm still working, even though I'm out here. And I'm maybe working at a lower level than perhaps I would do, or at least I wish I was. Um, but you know, the idea of stopping for a whole year and going silent, you know, well, I, would be I don't terrified. think there's any chance of me going silent. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> so you would, you would, you would still do some oh, blogging yeah. or you know yeah. keep in contact I mean, I would, with people. Ah, oh, okay. No, that's you know, do various yeah. things like that, and you know I might speak or teach or do something along the way. Um, yeah, but then gotcha. You know, coming back, you think to yourself. Maybe I'm never going to actually retire, but maybe what I'll do is I'll just scale things back a little bit. So if we don't get the same level yeah, of projects that's or, what I'm... you know, inquiries or whatever mm, yeah. coming in, then, you know, that actually might be okay. Um, so mm. who the hell knows what's going to happen? You know, I could have get run over by an armadillo before 2025, but that's mm. my general plan. Yeah. That's pretty much the same with me in terms of the just slowly ramping it down. I mean, one of the big things that that I've been struggling with at the moment doing this is, you know, um, oh, should we should we be doing this? Should we, we not be putting money more money into our pension? And we put money into our pension, obviously, but should we be putting more money into our pension? You know, and I was, and then I started to think, well, why? Why would I want more money in my pension so that when I retire, I can do what I want? What do I want to do when I retire? I want to go traveling to America in a motorhome. Ah, okay. Well, I might as well do it now before I get run over by an armadillo. And also just, you know, before, so, just before old age, you know, just before, you know, yeah. you're physically less capable. You know, mm-hmm. we talked to the previous mm-hmm. podcast about how we kind of, mm-hmm. the, the little signs of, of old age yeah, and yeah. things that, you know, it starts off small, like clicky knees or whatever, but, you know, it sort of yeah. it builds up until, mm-hmm. if, you know, if you wait till you're retired, then... Who knows what kind of state you'll Absolutely. be in. Absolutely. And unless you guys mm. have got a million quid in your pension Dribbling. pot, which I'm kind of, if you have, I'm very jealous. Um, oh, he's <laughs> nodding. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, uh, he's uh, not quite there. Not after that he's, watch. He's pretty <laughs> damn close. There. No, uh, the watch, um, the watch set him back. not quite there. <laughs> unless you've got a serious amount of money in your pension pot, then you're not going to be earning a lot, a lot. You know, the kind of money to be going no. out and around America. You need to do that while yeah. you're earning. Yeah. So, yeah, mm. that's the way it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you two? John, do you ever think about retirement? I mean, you're the youngest out of us, so I guess that maybe maybe that gives you the excuse to put it off a bit longer. Yeah, I'm know. never going to get old, mate. <laughs> I'm always going to be working. No, nah. you're still young. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, apart from just we've got pensions, um, and that's as much as I've thought about it. I, I, right. Lee and I are both very we're not very good at the forward planning people right. have five year plans to do things I'm not just talking about retirement but you know work yeah you know, just like Andy said he's got a sabbatical you know I find it kind of mm. hard to sort of think beyond the next couple of months um, mm-hmm. and you know planning ahead planning a holiday we find really hard <laughs> <laughs> but just because yeah. it's it just take you know when you're trying to research like where to go on holiday. We're like, well, you don't want to end up in some kind of like you know nice looking house, but it's actually in an industrial area. So you know, once you're inside oh. the house, Airbnb, whatever, it's great. But you know, it just all these sort of decisions. It kind of just takes too long. So, and uh, pensions are such a stab in the dark in terms of yeah. how much money oh, you yeah. need. Obviously, as much as possible, but you sort of yeah. start trying to do. We had a Flanchon advisor about eight years ago and we sat down with him we did a sort of a basic working out of you know, the inflation and how much you need to live on and you know how you know what's your baseline and then how can you get a little bit more than that i've never looked at it since so it just sort of ticks away yeah. in the background 
I'm aware of the fact that we've got an ISA and then I've just had a statement in for the ISA and it's dropped 500 quid in the last quarter. Mm. Ditto. Like, yeah. And you just think, well, why? <laughs> you know, why, why, is, why is it going down, not up? Why isn't it like you know, five <laughs> times as much already? You know, it's also hard. I, yeah. I, yeah. I, so in terms of plans. I'm, ca- I'm kind of the same. The, uh, John, the only reason I'm thinking about yeah. this is that uh, the thought of Chris leaving horrifies me. So, so ah. and, and also, yeah. um, uh, it's okay. Been... I'm taking over. <laughs> Actually, so so I'm just going to stop talking now because because Andy's going to come and look after me. Oh, oh. No, but anyway, <laughs> Chris, you Chris has been under a lot. Of, we've both all been under a lot of pressure for the last couple of years. It's been mental and still is. Um, maybe not quite as bad, um, but I've sort of said to him. <laughs> I'm a bit concerned about you, and it, and it's and it's because he's 60 this year. The good thing is that he's been doing the work oh, that yeah. he's been doing. He's found more rewarding than anything he's done up until the last couple of years. So that's good. Getting much more hands on with things. Um, <clears throat> but it's kind of like he's being 60 this year. Chances are I've only got him for another five years, and I want to make sure that I want that he's happy in that role. So we've been talking about how how mm. we can make sure that happens and I think we need to get another organizer type person, project manager, I don't know yet. I think we'll have to meet this person uh, into into Headscape to kind of allow that to happen. Otherwise it won't and Chris will just go sod this I'm off mm. one day. Um it, mm. I, I think we need to mm. get somebody else in place. For me personally, uh, as you know, I've had a major life upheaval. Uh three years ago and I've taken on a mortgage till I'm 70 so <laughs> yeah I'm yeah I'm hoping that you were yeah. I'll be able to pay that off maybe five years before that but I've got 10 more years of work without a doubt and that's just life hey ho yeah and, and, but, but would you if you could right and you did pay off the mortgage would you just go cold turkey would you just stop working I would like or would you I would like to yep, shut the laptop and never open it again. Right. right. You would just cut off completely. I know. I, of course, I'd, I'd send emails to the local, I don't know, marmalade making. Yeah, group. I know what you mean. Uh, yeah, and yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I would open it to record stuff, um, you know, uh, from to do music stuff on it. But no, I've ever since... Ever since, well, pretty much, yeah, the last couple of years. Well, the, no, if I take the last four years, it went from kind of abject misery and like, oh, God, it's awful. How can we make this work? To incredibly busy, how are we going to manage all this? Um, I've had enough. <laughs> I've had enough of this. Yeah. Not, not I've had enough, so I'm going to walk away. But when it's time, when I'm able to walk away, I'm walking away. Hmm. And it is very stressful. Running an agency is really, really hard. Um, and and I'm not surprised that you both feel like that. Mm. It, it's exhausting. It's exhausting. I, and it also, it's different for you because I think for the rest of us, we always wanted to do what we do pretty much. You know, Andy always wanted to be a designer. John always wanted to do illustration and and that kind of work. I always wanted to work in technology with digital and those kinds of things. Well, with you, it it is very much just a job, isn't it? It's Mm -hmm. what you do. It's a very good job, you know. But it's it is yeah. It's yeah. Mm. It's not your passion. No, and I yeah. 
I'm not an entrepreneur, and I guess that's the I've got a kind of entrepreneurial role in the fact that I, mm. it's a you know you're after you're trying to get more business in, and mm. it's like yeah, but I can do it. The only thing I worry, the, 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 I mean, in some ways I could go go to cold turkey and just stop. You know, I, I don't think it would. Um, I wouldn't miss it hugely. Um, the, but the thing that I worry about is, I think I would become lethargic and i wouldn't be stimulated mentally and that's what makes it i worry about my faculties going Mm. if i stop working because to be honest i've kind of seen that with my dad Mm. you know as he's stopped doing as much as he used to i've I've seen him age in front of me and that scares Mm. me a bit maybe that just happens anyway you know, yeah, just maybe it does. But, yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, I was watching last night. It was a um, documentary on Glastonbury, and it was interviewing uh, Michael Evis and his daughter Emily. And he's he's now eighty six, still dairy farming, right. still running Glastonbury. Although I think Emily has taken over a lot of the you know day to day organisation and, and decisions, but he's still working. He's not completely a sort of a back seat. Yeah. Eighty six. Mm. Yeah, and I don't know yeah. if that's another example of like what Paul was just about last time of the, uh, you know, you finding something that it's not a job. It's a, you know, it's something that you just yeah. do it. You, you love doing it. Um, and you just happen to get some money out of it. Well, I would happily try and go back to making music for money. I, I earn money from all the old songs still. Um, and it mm. would be nice to be able to try and boost that up a bit um, as, mm. as a job but not have to mm. do it. <laughs> yeah. That would be the ideal. So it's not, I would certainly not stop working. Um, I wouldn't sit around doing Sudoku all day. Maybe a little you bit. You never know, day. Marcus. You might just <laughs> be really lucky and stranger things might pick up on one of your old oh, yeah. tubes and then... Then you'd be you'll amazed. You'll be number one. <laughs> <laughs> well, wouldn't that be good? But um, I probably... You never know. Um but yeah, I, I get about every certainly twice a year, we'll we'll get uh, requests for using songs on films and things like that. But Ooh. it's usually a Mexican film or something. You know, they want to <laughs> <laughs> you know, for example, so you don't get the big bucks. But you know, relatively speaking, I guess you do. So they they, yeah, they pay money. handsomely. So yes, it, it's yeah. all, it's all money. But yes, if you could get onto Stranger Things, then yes, yeah. that would be marvellous. <laughs> I haven't seen yeah. the new series. So, Is it any good? I, I'm. Yes, it is, yeah, it's pretty good actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would say it's probably one of the better ones. Uh, the first season was very good, and this season is very good. I haven't watched any of it. Cool. Except they've done mm. they've done this really weird thing where they split the season. Yeah. So where they've shown like what is it six episodes? I think. It's I think. Six, yeah. And then they've ha- they've held two back for a month. But the last two are like sort what of a weird decision. Quite long. I think one of them is two hours long. One of the it's like yeah, that's, that's like true. two episodes. Yeah. What's well, yeah, it's a it's a weird it's system, just, but they do. It does feel like they've got loads more money now, so they can make it as long oh, as yeah. they want. They're not restricted in terms yeah. of it's got to fit six or eight episodes. Um, yeah, and they can just introduce more characters and hire more actors because there's so much money available. And, yeah, there's almost too many characters now. Mm. It's bordering on that. They need to start killing off. A few of them, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure they will. <laughs> You know, I, we haven't had Barbara. We got killed off, and and the boyfriend, I the, um, Sam Wise Ganji, got killed off. Oh yeah. spoilers! Oh, have spoilers. you not? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, yeah. It was released like five years ago, Andy. At what point do things stop being spoilers? Next thing you're going to tell me that Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's father. But now you've just ruined that for a load of people as well. <laughs> Fantastic. So... Uh, I mean, I, I guess we did, we're up to an hour, and we should start wrapping things pretty much. Up. But um, Probably, is yeah. anyone is anyone looking forward to retirement? Is anyone right? <laughs> so <laughs> me, me, please, sir, Marcus, again, audio podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Timmy Mallet no, in the I, corner here. Yeah, he wants to. It's a case of I don't get the chance to do. Uh, I've got, you know, I had to go and get my mic from the studio. I, I get, I get out there to do anything serious once a month because uh, it's just uh. life gets in the way. Um, so that would be. I mean, I, I intend to use it more than that. I'm not going to wait till I retire to open the door or anything like that. But if it, I'd be out there all uh, most days, I would have thought mm. uh, if I could retire. Um, you know, Michelle does all the gardening because. She gets a bit more time off uh, during the day. I'd like to get involved more in that, all of that kind of stuff. I used to be quite DIY, but yeah, it's just like right. I do get things done, but I realise it takes about five years <laughs> before I get. Oh yes, okay, I've got round to it. So yeah, I, I would love it. I would absolutely love it. I would not I'm, be bored. I'm looking forward to retiring in the sense of I'm looking forward to not having to earn a certain amount of money every month, mm, mm. Um, which is different from I'm, I'm not looking forward to stopping working because I don't think I will, but just not having that pressure of keeping bringing in new business every month. That'll be nice. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I think that's a very nice way of summing it up, actually, that feeling of, yeah. you know, you're doing stuff that you'll want to always be doing, but the, without the pressure mm. of, the, the salary that has to come yeah. with it. Yeah. So this is this is such an old man podcast. This, I mean, if there's oh. anyone under the age of about forty listening <laughs> to know. this, how they've made it to the end, do you know what I mean? It's well. like this, thing. this is this is exactly why we wanted to start this podcast in the first place. Yeah. And, and there's it, too many podcasts out there for those young talk about people. Old things. There's not enough for, for us oldies. That's yeah. what it is. So those yeah. young people should start <laughs> a pension. Exactly. They should. They should. They should, but yes, yeah, so they, they they won't, but they should. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear! Should we wrap things up? Yes. Nice to see you all. Chat, How did we do that? Way. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it's been lovely to see you. Thank you for listening, dear listeners, and we will see you on the next episode. God willing. <laughs>